Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to RPG Hangout, the podcast in which we each select a game and then come together and review it each week. Though, this week, things are going to be quite a bit different. So today is a bit of an emergency episode, I guess you could call it, in which we both didn't really have time to meet up and record the episode. So, this is a little extra. Hopefully, uh, videos or episodes like this will be a rarity. Um, otherwise, if we're not able to really meet up, we'll have pre-recorded episodes that will come out at the regularly scheduled times. Anywho, so the way that uh, this episode's going to work today is that I am going to just kind of give you guys a little bit of an update on what is, um, going on, and I will also give you an update on one of the previous games that, um, we've done, uh, already. Or maybe a little bit too. We'll see. Anywho, so what's happening is, so Ghost of Tsushima, which was supposed to be this week, will be moved until the week after next. As Elden Ring comes out, like tomorrow night, and I will be doing that for next week. Uh, Nathan will be doing Horizon Zero Dawn. But then the following week after that should be Ghost of Tsushima and The World Ends With You. With any luck. Anywho, with that out of the way we can go ahead and start the main bit of this episode. This is going to be a fairly short episode, but should be able to provide just about enough of a listening experience. I do apologize for it uh, being like this. Yeah. So, the game I'm going to be uh, updating you guys on is Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom. When I discussed it in the episode, I had gotten to... The uh, Mermaid Kingdom, uh, and I had to stop for the episode. Uh, since then, I have only completed the next kingdom afterwards as I came to a sad and sudden realization that I was vastly underleveled. I had to come up with a bit of a plan on how to continue from there on. 
the boss fight in Broadleaf and the dungeon leading up to said boss fight was a bit of a, a grindy slog, sadly, because of the fact that I was vastly underleveled for the area and I uh, was slowly burning through all of my healing items uh, as a result. So once I finally got to the boss fight, uh, I was not given a chance to re-up my items, so I just had to work my way through that boss fight, keeping as much distance from the boss as possible so that I didn't get absolutely creamed on the ground. I think part of what led to my underleveling is the sudden spike in ease of traversal in comparison to earlier in the game. Earlier in the game, you are provided no extra modes of travel. You have to walk from point A to point B and so on. As such, the enemies uh, will become more of an issue. They will hunt you down, target you, and force you to fight and level up. But as you do level up, weaker enemies will no longer target you, which saves you from the monotony of um, all the random fights. But it means that you have to actively seek out those enemies if you want to grind the weaker enemies. Um, then eventually you gain access to a ship. With the ship, you are easily able to skirt around the enemies and just completely avoid them, which means you are even further less incentivized to grind. Uh, the biggest example of this is on your journey to Broadleaf, you are able to skip around the enemies, and once you get to the main island or main landmass that Broadleaf is on, you are then faced with much stronger enemies. But even then, the path to get from where you are to Broadleaf is a fairly short and simple one, making it to where you don't really have all that much work to do. And you don't end up gaining any, except for maybe one level, on your way to Broadleaf. I think an another small contributing factor to the reduction in grind is the boss fight uh, immediately preceding your journey to Broadleaf in the uh, Mer people area. That boss fight is extremely straightforward in which all you have to do is break the ice columns to free the, um, I think they're called Higgle Makers, and you you free them and they give you kind of an easier way to defeat the boss because they'll just become like a Gatling gun that just mows down the boss easily. Well, in comparison, the boss of Broadleaf, while it also has that element, it only arrives after you've taken down a fourth of its health and they are in themselves hostile enemies at first. They are these like little floating turret things that will shoot lasers at you. Um, until you destroy them, in which then the Higgle Maker will pop out, and once you get enough of them together, you use them, but not like with the previous boss where they were just like a gun that you aimed. They become these cannons that just kind of line up in front of the boss and just shoot the boss for honestly kind of pitiful damage. <laughs> the best way to deal damage to the boss in Broadleaf that I found was to kind of keep as far distance away from it and shoot its weak spot that pops up, which is its feet, every so often, with magic. Just keeping your distance and just kind of hitting it with magic or um, your spell thing. That if you want to do it fast, you need to have um, MP 
but re- even with no MP, you're still able to charge it and shoot. So that's kind of how I ended up getting through that boss fight. But I did quickly realize I am I am not properly leveled to continue on without grinding. So that was what I was at the time working on. Overall, the levels in Nino Kuni Two I'm finding to be very fairly short, very fun, and the stories. They kind of have a similarish pattern sometimes. I think at least with the last two, there's a bit of a similar pattern. But overall, it has like a nice contained story within each kingdom, which I really like. Though they do feel sometimes a little bit separate from the main plot. In fact, the current chapter that was starting, I thought we were going to immediately go to Ding Dong Dell, the next location in which we were supposed to go. But... Instead, it was turning us into a bit of a different direction, at least as like a kind of filler episode of sorts. The plot is introduced, like each chapter is, with like a little tea party between Evan and his friend, but he pretty much likes to ask a question every so often that relates to the furthering of the story. So before we went to the Fish Kingdom, it was he was asking... Have you ever thought of, like, is there anyone that you like, you know, like-like? But Evan just kind of brushes off the question. And in that chapter, we have to do a fake proposal to, I think the character's name is Tanti. And that's a big part of the plot. Uh, For, I can't quite remember what the one for Broadleaf was. I think it was, like, it's something to do with obsession, I'm pretty sure. Because that is what the main driving force of the plot in Broadleaf is, is the president's obsession with getting this reactor done. And so when this next chapter began, the question posed to Evan was, have you ever thought about what you would do if someone close to you betrayed you? And to that, Evan doesn't really have an answer. In fact, he's taken very hardly aback to the, uh, to the question in general, which I found, you know, understandable he is a kid of course he hasn't thought oh you know which one of you guys is going to stab me in the back so from there it goes into another scene in which it is heavily implied that the next that the person that will betray you is roland he is either being potentially manipulated controlled or just misunderstood through his actions his actions being in the cut scene uh, he is making some sort of deal with a hooded figure for what seemed to be poison bullets, for some reason. What he is exactly trading in is unknown. It is seemingly state secrets, and thus him being pegged as a bit of a traitor. He is spotted and chased down by one of the Sky Pirates band, who... um... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Runs to their leader and warns them that, hey, it seems that Ryland is doing something. And that is what kind of helps to lead your attention in the rest of the chapter. But so far in that chapter, not a whole lot has happened. I haven't gotten terribly far, basically. Um, the president of Broadleaf visits, drops off his airship, asks for a ride home. And then you're supposed to go back to your kingdom so that um, the soon-to-be king of the mermaid place can give you the news that he was trying to give you earlier in the chapter. But I then decided that it would be best for me to stay in the Broadleaf area and grind, be that through um, getting new citizens, just doing side quests, or just good old-fashioned running outside and beating the crap out of the wildlife. So far, I've chosen the... I collected all the side quests so that I can do them, but so far I've chosen to beat the crap out of the wildlife, and I feel that this was actually the next part of where I went wrong. I left a lot of the side quests from the Mer people's um, town unfinished. So I really do need to go back through and just work through any of the side quests I still have in need of finishing from there, then move on to the Broadleaf side quests, then grind through anything left that I might need. And that should put me in the proper position to better kind of go go forward and beat the rest of the game because there's not a whole lot i am currently on chapter seven of nine so and each chapter is five quests long so overall it's it's fairly short just like a jaunt back and forth it should only take me like two hours per chapter after i finish all the side quests and get to a proper level that could better sustain the rest of the game other than that, my review of Nino Kuni overall is still that it is extremely fun, extremely good. You're able to squeeze by in massively like underleveled fights, but I do not recommend that as it turned out to be a painstaking process. I literally had to go and like set it aside for the night and then come back to it to be able to stomach going through the rest of that boss fight and I was so crestfallen when it was 
alluding to the fact that there was like a second phase to the boss fight. I was about to cry. Because <laughs> once you get the boss down to zero HP, it kicks in a cutscene where it looks like, you know, oh, you've defeated it. But, kicking in the second phase, do it again. To which I was like, oh no. But luckily, it was a bit of a fake out. You fight the boss for like a minute, maybe less, like 30 seconds, something like that. And then another cutscene kicks in, in which um, Lofty unlocks his true form for a bit. And you then just have to do like a small bit of platforming. And then you're able to kill the boss. So luckily, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but... It still had me super crestfallen at first. But yeah, I think that that is a good place to leave off with Nino Kuni. I am, I definitely intend to finish it. I will finish it probably while I wait for Elden Ring, uh, which comes out in the next couple of days. And from there, actually by the time that this episode goes up, Elden Ring will be out and I'll be playing it. So if I end up needing to do an episode like this again, I'll probably... At least make part of that episode about me finishing up Nino Kuni. Other than that, other games that I've worked on since aren't that many. <laughs> I've worked on a little bit of Persona, which is what Nathan did. Uh, I think for this episode, actually. It was one of these episodes that Nathan did, did Persona. And I did not do much at all. I mentioned in one of the, I think, the next episode that I had played a little bit of it. And literally, it was just me going from one save point to the next. Which was very disappointingly close to where um, the other save point was. <laughs> but, going back to it, it is fun. The fights, it's very hard to remember which like which personas I already have. And which ones I need to try to get. I think all of the ones that I fought along the way I already had. So I was just plowing through them to get through. Um, there's like a, also a really weird rock, paper, scissors feel to the fight where you have to double check what the weakness is of each of the things. Cause as you go through, you need to like check to see if any of the moves that you have, like say weak. And even then, like if it's a varied group, you don't know exactly who's the one that's weak. So you have to kind of hope. That the move that you choose is going towards the right target. Um, but sadly, that is kind of all that I've done with Persona. <laughs> uh, what other games? I have not continued Star Ocean recently. I do intend to go back to it, but I'll have to restart it from the beginning. I have not... Con well, I, I believe... Yeah, I haven't done Jedi Fallen Order uh, recently. And that one shouldn't be too bad of a of a go back. It's just, I, I know the level's coming up and I dread them a bit. Because the first time I played through Kashyyyk uh, was a nightmare for me. <laughs> like, I I just was not enjoying it when I went through it the first time. Because there's a lot of swimming around and just getting stuck on stuff. Some of those mechanics aren't fully fleshed out because you only encounter them like once or twice throughout the game. So you can definitely have... a a bit of a feeling of like, oh, that's why. They just, like, this only happens like this one time in the game. They're going to do it as basically as possible. They're not going to flush it out to, you know, the nth degree, which is fair. Other than that, the first game I played, I believe I finished, 
I'm trying to remember all the games that we've played. <laughs> eh, anyhow. So, I think that that's going to be about the episode. Like I said, extremely short today. Just a bit of an emergency episode to slot in here. Uh, further, quote-unquote, emergency episodes will be pre-recorded um, like well in advance. And there'll be actual discussions between Nathan and I. There won't be any games for those episodes. They will just be pure topic-related episodes like consoles. What do you think about this console or that console? That kind of thing. Um, but th- those are not going to hopefully be needed for a few months. Yeah. So um, thank you guys so much for listening to this very short, very different episode. Um if you are interested in something a little bit more varied and conversational, check out our other episodes. Um, this episode will be audio exclusive. I won't be doing a video version of it because there's not much of a point. And I also really don't want to make an extra thumbnail for this. So it's going to be a fairly audio um, exclusive. Uh... Other than that, next week should be back on schedule with Elden Ring and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Then the week after that, we will have what was supposed to go up this week with Ghost of Tsushima and The World Ends With You. Hopefully everything gets smoothed out and is is smooth sailing from here on, but we will see what happens. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. If you would like to check out uh, video versions, there's not a whole lot to them, but they are there. They're on the YouTube channel, RPG Hangout. But if you have topics for topic episodes like that, please submit them to the email officialrpghangout at gmail.com. You can find that as well as links to all of our socials, uh, YouTube pages, Twitch pages, Twitters, Instagrams, etc., those are all in the description be below for YouTube or in the show notes along with... Well, there's no real need for timestamps for this episode, so I probably won't do timestamps. Uh, but other than that, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.